I'm State Line J, the man Sorrell Bell, and you're listening to Hot 16, the number one hip-hop podcast in the world. That's right, Hot 16, the number one hip-hop podcast in the world. I'm your host, State Line J, and I'm joined by Sorrell Bell. What's up? What's up? We in here. We back in here. Track number 31. 31? 31, man. 31. Steady counting higher and higher. Got the phones ringing and everything. Phones ringing. <laughs> Hotline blinging. Uh, flies think, in here and yeah, shit. Fly, yeah, if y'all hear us just hitting the mics or something, or you hear, you know, furniture falling all over the place, it's because there's a goddamn uh, fly in here somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. He's asleep right now. He ain't and messing with me right rooms now. We change rooms, too, so we, we got to adjust. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where this fly is, but if you hear, like, the microphone fall on the floor, that's what happened. All right? And as you know, you can hear us on five different platforms. That's SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and iTunes as well. Um, remember, you can follow us on social media, Hot 16 Podcast, man. Where y'all at? Hit us up. Instagram. Hit us up anytime, Twitter. too. You can follow us on, on Instagram and Twitter, Hot 16 Podcast. It's easy. easy. And also, yeah. for What's the up? people who want to you know, do more than just follow us, yeah, they yeah. want to talk to us, ask questions, they got concerns, nothing is off limits, email us. We keep telling y'all this every week. Email us, hot16show at gmail.com. It's simple. You send us a suggestion. You send us a... Uh, you know what I'm saying? Something you got on your mind, something, you know, a segment you might want us to do, let us know. Hot16show at gmail.com. The email is always open. We got listener questions, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Before we do that, we always tell y'all leave a review, right? Please. We do that every single week. So please, please we, we leave a review. We beg them to leave reviews. Leave a review in iTunes, please. It'll help us grow on these iTunes charts, you know what I mean? Because we always said we're trying to catch all them other hip-hop podcasts that think they doing what we doing, you know what I'm saying? Um, like Baller For Real. Baller For Real left us a review, called it Fresh. Said a whole new lane for podcasting. Short and sweet. Hey, like that. Short and sweet. And then we got, uh, I think it's Kabu. K-A-B-U-E. Kabu. 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 I don't know. They say they love it. Uh, one of my favorite podcasts. Every segment is perfect. Great sound quality. You'd think y'all were veterans in the podcast game. Love from Boston. Winnie. Shout Listen out to, to us out in Boston? Out in Boston, man. We out what? in these mean streets of Boston. Hey, we got to go out to Boston. <laughs> Yeah, so shout out to Winnie. Um, we appreciate that. You know what? 31 shows in, I think we are veterans now at this point. Yeah, we in there because it, everybody else got a show and they 31 weeks in and they, they considered legends and everything. <laughs> right, right, right. I think it's fair to say that we are veterans as well. Now, we, as Soral told y'all, y'all can email the show and send your listener questions like this one we got this week. Our man Savage emailed we, us again. Oh, shout out Savage. Savage's Sav- questions always be Savage dope. emailed us again. He says, what's up, uh, Hot 16 show? I'm curious about... Wait, okay. I'm curious on your input. Sorry, I couldn't read for a minute. I'm curious on your input. The Netflix show, The Get Down. Have you seen it? If so, then has it had an influence on your views of hip-hop? And how do you think it could impact today's musical standards? Respect. Uh, and I'm going to shout out his website, lvstreetculture.com. You put it in the, in the email, so shout hey. out to him. Um, have you, have you seen uh, The Get Down yet? No, I have not seen The Get Down, but I will say this, though. Yeah. Luna has tried to put me onto this show. Okay. And she was like, you need to watch it. You need to sit and watch the whole season. And I've been meaning to. I just haven't had a chance to. But I've been following the reviews and like the press runs and everything. And everyone's going crazy about this show. Listen, man. You need to... Whatever you're doing tonight is not more important than watching The Get Down. All right? It's that damn good. You need to check The Get Down out. Wow. Um, it's a very good show. So I have seen it. I haven't finished it yet. I'm one episode le- I have one episode left. Um, it's a short season. It's only six episodes. So I watched. I killed them okay. all this weekend. So probably they want to do like a like a test. 
Yeah, it seemed like it was just like a pilot it. thing. But, but also, it's a lot of money behind it. And the episodes are long. Wow. Like, they're all like a minute. I'm, I'm sorry, like an hour. <laughs> my bad. They're all like an hour. <laughs> uh, they're all like hour long uh, shows. Like, I think the shortest one is 53 minutes, and the first episode is, is almost 90 minutes long. So... You get a full show out of it. And it's good content too, right? Very good content. Um, to answer his question though, um, I don't think it's had an influence on my views of hip hop as a whole. One thing it has done is kind of made me, because I don't know, if, do you know the premise of the show at all? No. So it's, it kind of like tells a story of a group of kids that want to form a hip hop group in hip hop's early days. So it takes place, I think, in 76 in the Bronx. Which everybody knows the birthplace of hip hop, right? right. 1976, um, 1521 Cedric Ave, I think, they, or 1520. I don't know. I always forget. DJ Cool Herc, right? Right. Um, and so it starts with this group of kids that want to form their own, like, DJ, MC, graffiti art, and um, B Boy, and like put it all together and form their own group, right? Because mm-hmm. you already got like Grandmaster Flash out there. And so they're trying to build up their own little sector of the Bronx. Right. Right. Um, and so it starts in the early days and it's really dope to see visually because you, you hear the stories through other hip hop heads, right? But you never we've never seen it on screen. No, at least not for our generation. Right, right. So it's dope that um I'm able to see that and it's having me on Wikipedia like crazy. So when you watch this show, if you don't mind being on Google for an hour after you watch it. Um, watch the show. Oh, so it takes you there. Is you gonna be like? It takes the hell you there, man. I was on Wikipedia just looking up all kind of shit. I was looking up DJ Cool Herc, looking up Grandmaster Flash, looking up you know everything, everything from that era. Um, I was looking up the Bronx uh, riots and everything and how it all tied in. It was just really interesting. Um, so it doesn't really change my influence on hip hop, but it does make me think more than I normally would about the be- the earlier days. You know what I mean? Um, now for his other question, he says, "How do you think it could impact today's musical standards?" That's an interesting question. That's going to be a tough one. Especially going back to our <laughs> conversation last week because um, I think it could impact musical standards positively if kids care. Yeah. You if know? kids even watch the show, man. You got people nowadays, they don't even watch TV. I ask a lot of people, they're like, no, I don't watch TV. What is that? Like, yeah, and when they do, they're really selective. Like, I'm really selective on what I watch. Now, I watch a lot of shit, <laughs> but I'm still selective. Still selective. There's it. so many options out there, like... It's hard to like I always say with music, it's hard to find you know bad music when there's so many good op- there's so many good options. Why you listen to bad shit? Same thing with TV. There's so many there's so much good TV. Why are you wasting time watching bad shit? Check out the That's Get Down, true. man. Check out the Get Down. The cast is great. The acting is great. Jaden Smith is out. in it. You know what I mean? He's okay. Jaden Smith is in it. Uh, he plays like a graffiti artist in the show. Wow. He's a graffiti artist, so it's a dope show. Uh, check it out if you haven't yet. The Get Down. And the Down. cat from Dope's in it. Yeah, Shaquem Moore's Shaquem in it. Moore, yeah. Um. Old girl, the lead female character. I apologize, I can't pronounce her name, and I don't have it in front of me right now. She bad though, light skin. Yeah, yeah, I'm watching it. <laughs> yeah, she bad. She like everybody. Uh, Women Crush Wednesday. Now that show is out. Now everybody wow. been like showing her love. But that's crazy. Um, it's a really good show. Great acting, man. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So shout out to Savage for that. Hey, Savage. By the way, if you get a chance, there's a show that came on VH1 called The Breaks. See, I still haven't seen that. That was good, and they're about to. Uh, they're in production right now to do that two. rollout. Yeah. Okay, I'll, it was. I'll a, check it started out. off as a um as a TV show, I mean, not a show, but a short film, and now it's going to be actual television series. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. that we're talking about TV, boy, Mac Wiles in it. Talking about TV, number one, Childish Gambino show Atlanta comes on premieres tonight. Tonight we're recording this on a Tuesday, so it premiered yes uh, tomorrow or yesterday for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> in the future. This. Um, I haven't seen it yet, obviously, because we're here on Tuesday, but I'm looking forward to that. Definitely looking forward to that. 
Gambino. Apparently, he did a dope ass show at uh, Joshua Tree too this past weekend. What? Supposedly. Yo, everybody was talking about that. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, it was like. Did uh, he drop a new song or something? No, I think he's still performing like his his other shit. You know, um, but but I love Charles Gambino. I want him to get back to rapping. But you know, if this show is dope, that'll be all right. I'll be all right with him not rapping right now yeah. if this show is dope, which I expect it to be. It's gonna be dope. It be. It's cool that it's on FX because like the language and the content could be a little, it could be a little, a little more, more edgy. edgy. Yeah, I'm yeah. just, I'm proud of this, and I hope that it does really well because there's so many young black filmmakers or people that want people of color. I don't even mm-hmm. say black, but people of color who want to do screenwriting, producing, directing, and casting, tell their story. And tell their story and tell a story. Yeah. So I think this is good. And I hope this show really does well because it's going to open up the doors for so many other young people to come in and say, like, all right, well, my turn. Yeah, that's my new slogan. Support black shit. That's yeah, my slogan. Let's do it. <laughs> Support black do shit. It. Support so watch, 16. So watch, so watch Childish Gambino Show Atlanta. Um, speaking of supporting black shit, so I was watching this documentary. I know we're still talking about like other shit, TV and shit, but I was watching this documentary on um, Netflix. Uh, I think it was called... You've been on your Netflix. Yeah, man. I'm watching a lot of Netflix. I think it was called Get Fresh or Get Freshed, something like that. It's a documentary about clothing and, and um, basically about fashion, street fashion and hip hop and like how it merged together. Was so it good? It was really good. So they had like Nas was on there, Kanye was on there, like all kind of... It looks like a lot of money was behind it because they had a lot of people in there. Carl Kanai was in it. And one thing I really want to focus on Carl Kanai because I know we met him at Agenda. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. He was super um, nice. Super he nice. He was talking about how, if, if you guys remember back, for those that are younger, you may not remember, but older people may remember, like, Carl Kanai was the shit <laughs> in the 90s, right? And all the rappers was rocking Carl Kanai. You had, like, Tupac, Tupac. You had Diddy, Nas. They was all rocking Carl Kanai. That's where the Jay-Z line, you the fag, mo- fag model for Carl Kanai's Esco ad. Yeah, that's yeah. where that whole shit came from. But anyway, all these- You just all, had to throw some hope in there, <laughs> I just huh? had to throw some hope in there. Um, all these rappers was rocking Carl Kanai, and he was talking about how he finally met Tupac the first time he met him, because he had never met him. He was rocking his shit, but he never met him. And he said he wanted to get Tupac for a commercial. So he's in there. They're talking. Like he said, Tupac was writing a script. And um, he was, you know, they were talking. Tupac never really looked up at him. He was just typing and talking to him the whole time, talking about like politics and music and fashion and all kind of shit, right? And he said, uh, "Yo, so Pac, I wanted to know, like, you know, if I wanted to get you on this commercial on this ad, like, what would you charge me?" You know? He said, "Pac, stop typing." Finally looked up at him and said, "You black? I don't charge my people nothing." Amazing. And went, and went right back to typing. I was like, yo, man. and like I sat there, I almost got a tear, my nigga. I was wow. like, yo, that does not happen nowadays. No. No, I mean, you can't even ask a nigga for a ride no more. <laughs> and, they want, and they want $5. They're going to hit you, you with the saying? Uber fees. <laughs> exactly. Like, so that just made me think about like, you know, even more so like support your people, man. Support your people. Support Show the youth. Right. Like anybody younger than you, anybody, you know, that look like you, support them. Support them. Support them. Um, I just had to share that because that meant a lot to me. Now. What we got this week, man? What happened to music this week? Any anything important? Uh, everything, man. Everything. Every there's some some bad stuff, man. Bad and good. A bad, little mixture. Good, funny. Where we want to take it, man? Where we want to start with? You know, they always looking for the headlines when they come they to always sixteen. Want they want to know. You know, we don't do the whole like interviewing celebrities all every week. Yeah, you know, we want to talk about the the real culture. Should, so should we give them Drizzy? Should we give him Wayne? Well, let's get the bad news out the way real quick. Let's okay. Let's get the. I, I don't. This, it well, makes me it sad. Even, this makes me sad. Is okay. I was gonna ask you if this is bad news or not, because I'm not sure. I know usually when people pass away, it is bad news, but a lot of people may not care. Twitter sure don't well, care. I don't give a damn. <laughs> um, Jerry Heller That's passed away. Um, for those that I almost that, started clapping. <laughs> for those that don't know who Jerry Heller is, 
Um, how do I put this? I, I want to respect the dead. So how okay. should I say this? Former manager. Former manager of NWA and Easy. Yeah. Is that the political and co-founder of Ruthless Records? Yes, co-founder of Ruthless Records. There, there you go. There's a positive yeah. way to put it. That's it. Um, Can we stab him now? I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, anytime people pass away, it's sad. You know what I mean? You don't want nobody to die. No, nah, it's but, unfortunate. You, you know, not... He according to the, according to everything, he was a piece of shit, right? Yeah. What what do you how do you feel about Jerry Heller passing away? What are your thoughts? Um, this is how I feel about it. I feel like he was someone who obviously affected the culture because he he took them somewhere they wouldn't have went. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He took them to a different height. He got them some money. True. <laughs> and then he made a lot of money off of them. True. And he just didn't he didn't really look out for them the way he should have, according to what. According Stories to every are, story that's out there. Every single story. Now his... And, uh, his according to uh, many songs by Ice Cube. <laughs> right. And according to the movie. Dope movie. If you ain't seen Straight Outta Compton, see Straight Outta Compton. Now, according to his lawyer... Uh, are we going to trust his lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? According to his lawyer, uh, Straight Outta Compton is the reason he died. That movie too coming out. stress, huh? Yeah, supposedly oh. the stress from that film. It was too much truth in that film, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. At the end of the day, I was an observer, so I don't know. We will never know what actually happened. They always say there's three sides to the story. There's my side, your side, and the truth, right? Yeah. Uh, but according to every story I've ever read about Jerry Heller, other than his own book, you know what I'm saying? Everything I've read has documented that he was stealing money from them. You know what I mean? So it's bittersweet, man. Like On one side of the end, he gave us NWA. Right, he funded their first project. You know, what yeah, I mean, he took him on the road. He he took him on the road. He is he is part of the reason, whether we like it or not. He's part of the reason. He's history. Yeah, he's part of hip hop history. He's part of the reason that we have NWA, we have Snoop, we have everything that everything came that from came, that yeah. DPG, Eminem. like all that Eminem. Yeah, everything that came under that the game, like Fifty Cent, Kendrick. Yeah. Like, like if you really yeah. look at the tree, <laughs> if you really want to do the whole like uh, family tree, like Kendrick, TD, all the TDE. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's all. Part of that, so there's no Jerry Heller. There wouldn't be no them. Possibly, possibly, possibly. But you know, so it's a little bit of funding. If it wasn't for his funding, it wasn't for his, his early funding. on funding. Exactly, and, and and Ice Cube, all of them are still famous to this day. Ice Cube still and getting mega money. rich too. Mega rich. Mega. My rich. nigga just did Coachella. He like 50 years old. Just did Coachella. Mega rich. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and he had the crowd rocking with him. Yeah. Then he just he just released what Barbershop Three. A while Barbershop back? Three. Like he's still working. He getting money. He got yeah, ride along films. Like he got all the all the good movies. So, um. I'm still, I'm still gonna say rest in peace to Jerry Heller. I don't know if you are. Yeah, no, rest in peace. Because <laughs> you know I, mean? I love, I love Ice Cube, love Snoop Dogg. Yeah, big fan of Dre. So like you said, all of those guys gave us the, the artists that we listen to today. So you know, and R.I.P. him. Yeah, yeah, rest it's, in peace. Kind of, he's gone. Now that his, you know, what I'm saying, hopefully his family can have some peace and they don't have to keep hearing about it. But Twitter need know. to relax a little bit. I mean, they go hard on everybody, but Twitter. A lot of these Twitter kids don't even. Y'all know who need he to is. chill out. <laughs> yeah, all they, is. all they seen is the movie. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Twitter like. Black Twitter, leave Jerry Heller alone a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let him rest in peace at least for a week. You know what I'm saying? Give him at least a week of resting in peace. Y'all can slander his name later if you want, but let him rest in peace a little bit. Twitter, leave him alone. All right, he gone already. <laughs> he gone already. I can't, yeah. it, they don't even these kids don't even know who Moesha is. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of Moesha, I watched that as a child. This is a segue. I watched Uh-oh. I watched Moesha as a child, and we got a video for Child's Play. From Drake this week. See that? That was a that wasn't that smooth. Did I just throw tra- you that oop? Yeah, you threw me that oop. It wasn't a smooth <laughs> transition, but it's it's still a transition. Now it we got buckets. We got Drake's Child's Play video. Um, we don't really talk about videos too much on here, but I want to talk about this because it's a, like a movie. He wanted like a short yeah, film. He wanted a little short film. Um, Tyra Banks is in it. it. Yeah, all his homies in it. Tyra Banks and her forehead is in it. 
All of it too. Uh, Cheesecake Factory is in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you What's enjoy his it? man name? Obi. Obi? Yeah. yeah. I think it's, is that Obi O'Brien? I believe. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm does a, he do? I'm gonna just start this off. This video was dumb as hell. What does Obi do? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Because I always try to figure that out. I'm like, and he's he's popping. Like I maybe he's, he's like the comedic relief of the group. Maybe they think he's funny. He just gets paid for that. Did you like this video, Sarah? No. It was so stupid. No. I didn't know what I was watching. It started off cool though. It starts off strong. A little bit, yeah. It starts off strong, you know, with Tyra Banks and him. You know, that's his love interest in the video. For those that ain't seen it, and I ain't going to try to spoil it too much, but... It's his love interest in real love, life. That's <laughs> his love interest in Drake's the video. Drake's in love with everybody. Drake like girls with big foreheads. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he, I mean, everybody loves Rihanna, though. But, you know, Rihanna got a big-ass forehead. She do. Tyra Banks, Ben had a big-ass forehead. Everybody yeah. know that. That's, that's a famous uh, big forehead. Yeah. I'd still hit, though. <laughs> um... So yeah, so that's his love interest in the video, and and people were saying on Twitter, and I was even thinking this like, she played the crazy girlfriend role pretty well. Now, a little too well. It's been do- yeah, it's been documented well, though. Everybody, what? it's been documented she kind of crazy though as a girlfriend. She has to be. I mean, so I mean, that's why she played it well, probably though. Oh yeah, if that- for her, she probably was like, you guys thought I did good. Like, <laughs> I was just being me. <laughs> Be right. myself. So it starts off strong, but it just gets dumb. Like, I don't understand the whole, the last seven minutes of that video, I don't even know what I'm watching. And why? Why was it so long? Gosh, that's just, that's the new thing. People are doing skits and people are doing long videos. I don't like it. Just play the fucking song. That's yeah, all I want to hear. Yeah, because that's why none of these people want to watch videos. Yeah. I just want to hear a damn song. I don't want to hear, I don't want to watch you trying to act. DJ Khaled killed it for me. Like when he had the whole shit and he was like, You smart, you loyal. Yeah. Like I was you, just like, What am I watching? You gotta, <laughs> like, you gotta stop doing that in every video. <laughs> like, I just wanna hear the song. Let me just hear the song. Like, that's one of the only bright spots on views. So I can't even listen. I can't even watch the video and hear the song in its entirety. It gets no. stopped in the middle and then I gotta watch bad acting, you know what I mean, for five, six minutes. It was just a weird video. Why did you have to put Khaled in it? Could have left Khaled out of it. I mean, he, because Khaled's in everything, man. Right now, yeah. you gotta put Khaled in there. Khaled probably acts to do it. I don't mind Khaled being in it. The video itself is just dumb. Yeah, just overall as a whole. Just it overall, was, it was stupid it video. Um, he got now, cake smashing his face, and oh, I mean that kind of that makes sense. I mean yeah. that went with the song. <laughs> At least the first part of the video goes with the song. They at cheesecake. They argue when he's telling her to quiet down. You know what I mean? She go. She get hyped. How many times has he been to cheesecake? I don't know. You think he really go to Cheesecake Factory all the time? I don't think he goes at all. <laughs> it's a place for families that drive Camrys and go to Disney. In every going album, he, he drives no goddamn Camry. He don't even know what a Camry is. <laughs> I don't know. I like Cheesecake Factory, but I'm broke. I so. mess with Cheesecake. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's... We broke niggas. So. <laughs> cheesecake. Shout out to Cheesecake. The spot. Yeah, for real. That's that's a good date. Especially one at uh, Fashion. No, wanna, Caesars. If you ever want to take a girl out, you ain't trying to spend too much money on the first Been date. There. You just take her, get her, some, get some cheesecake, man. We just going, we just there for dessert. You know My I mean? thing is, I always gotta like just make sure what night it is, make sure ain't nobody else there. You know, what, <laughs> what you who you ducking from, man? You never know. <laughs> you never know when oh, they try man. to put you at you know at the one at uh, Caesars when they try to put you on a patio. Yeah, yeah. hell no. <laughs> Too many people can see. Hell no. Everybody, everybody gonna go into this goddamn Nike store right next door. They always going there, or they gonna sit right in front of a little fish tank and look at me with whoever I'm with. Oh, don't man. think so. Yeah, be careful out here, man. All right, hey. I don't want you being a cheesecake like Drake getting cheesecake smashed in your face. I'd be right upstairs in that little dark area by the bathroom. <laughs> On the other side, though. <laughs> even if you and then when the you leave, you let her leave first? Yeah. i meet you at the car, baby. Yeah. Use the bathroom <laughs> real quick. All right. Now, Drake's label mate slash boss slash friend, I don't know, Lil Wayne is going through some shit right now. He, man. Bro, it's through. starting to make me mad. It's starting to make you mad. Why are you getting mad? Because, man. I've, Tell me why you mad, son. Tell me why I'm mad. <laughs> I've been, 
I've been one of those people, not just repping Lil Wayne, mm-hmm. not just repping Young Money. I've been repping Cash Money since I was old enough to say it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, being from Mississippi, we right next door to them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We had an apartment complex called the Magnolia Projects in the town. I lived in the Mississippi, so... To us, we were cash money. Like we, you know what I'm saying? We we bought all the juvenile tapes, the tapes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we really messed with them and to see how long he's been with that same company. And I remember when he put out 500 degrees where he was telling everybody, like, look, cash money is an army, better yet a navy. Like, yeah. I'm still standing. I'm not going nowhere. He sure ain't going nowhere. Damn. <laughs> Fast forward 17 years, and it's still there. And for him to be treated the way he's getting treated, it's it hey. sucks. Hey, that's his fault, low key. I feel bad for my nigga because I, you know, what I mean, Lil Wayne is a legend. It's you know, here's the problem, man. Here's my real problem because I saw you tweet something about Rick Ross possibly buying him out his contract. Right? That'll be good. That'll be dope. That'll be dope. But my thing is, <laughs> why are you in this position, dog? You've been uh, you've been rapping since I was in seventh grade, dude. Sixth grade. He been he been signed to a label since I was in like sixth grade. Yeah. You know what I mean? The that was a long label. time ago. Oh. It's been what? It's been about twenty years. Two decades. Since he debuted, right? Almost 20 years. Bro, why are you still working for somebody else 20 years later? Don't you see all your all your idols on their own shit? You know what I mean? Even even his rivals now. Right. Like you you put yourself in this position where you are a slave to your label. You know what I mean? And, and it's been that way for a minute. Like at this point, he should be a boss. Young money should be his own imprint. It should. it should not be signed to Cash Money at this point. I think that it should have been the type of thing that Cash Money did, like get a 70-30 distribution and yeah, be your but, own. Like, but baby, an asshole. So, yep. Allegedly. You know what I mean? I don't know the man. Baby's so, smart. But it, it, well, yeah, yeah, you can even argue that. You can argue he's smart from he's business smart. standpoint. From business standpoint. Because you like, know, if it, it's not just him, it has to be slim too. Oh yeah, yeah. Slim just don't slim just not in the public eye, so people don't yeah. attack him. You know what I mean? Baby get all the blame. But it's not, it's not, it's, it's honestly, it's Lil Wayne's fault. It ain't nobody else's fault. Now, this is what throws me off, too. And it could be true, could be false. Like you said, there's three sides to every story. Yeah. Every time Birdman does an interview now, he says, oh, I just talked to Wayne like two days ago. He do always say that. I just saw him last night at the studio. He does always act like everything's good. Now, every time Lil Wayne does a concert, he'd be like, fuck, he cash, says, fuck money. cash money. <laughs> so what is this? Is this... Is this like one? No, they probably big... talk, but that's probably how the conversations go. Hey, what's up, Bert? What's up, Birdman Junior? What's up, J- Junior? How you doing? Fuck you, nigga. And then hang up. You know what I mean? Like we still talk. Yeah, we talk. You know what I mean? Like they share the same studio in Miami. Yeah, I'm sure they talk. I'm sure they talk. Now, is it? Could it be a big publicity stunt? I thought about that. Why? I don't know. Could it be this thing where like they? It's like they fell out. Bring the family back together. C five comes oh, out. Oh, then they gonna do it. All they, is then they great. Do a young money tour. Yeah, young money, cash money tour. <laughs> that's a long play. Juvenile, juvenile's back. If that's what's happening, they definitely going for the long play because they've been beefing for about. eight But if years that's happening now. to me as a true loyal fan, that is whack as fuck. That's very whack. That's extra. They're gonna whack. profit off it. It is, and then you have you have the OGs like like juvenile. He's back. Turk is back. Manny Fresh is around. Are they? They're not releasing no music. They're not you know releasing music, and they, but and they, they probably like. I'm not doing music. Like we're not doing music if Wayne not like. You know what I'm saying? Like Wayne is the biggest star. Number one, yes, he always he has is. been. Even yeah. when Juvenile was the one releasing platinum records, Wayne was the star. Always, people always gravitate to Wayne. What does, what does Wayne. Birdman get out of this? Um, he still has his cash cow. So we were just reading like this shit. Two. If you, if you go on DJBooth.com, two cash cows. Yeah, he, yeah, three. 
Nikki, Drake, and Lil Wayne. Damn, yeah, because Wayne still generates money. Yeah, so like we were we were on DJBooth.com, shout out to them, or .net, my bad. Um, really popular website. And they were breaking down like the whole allegations and the whole facts and everything. And to think that Wayne has been signed to this label for this long and still he has his imprint, Young Money, attached to it and is only getting a 49% split on Young Money. And apparently, according to the to the documents, he ain't got no money from what he, he's owed on Drake. Like supposedly, he's supposed to get um, a high royalty rate for everything Drake puts out, but he ain't got a dime of it. So where That's is that good. money going? That's what I want to know. Cash money. Oh man, so baby, I mean, I don't uh, even think it's going to. Universal or Republic, I think, think that's going, going straight, straight to, to cash money. Straight, straight to cash money. <laughs> like, not even slim. It's just going right to Burman's account. And supposedly, they ain't paid. So, like, according to these documents, um, again, this is from DJBooth.net. They did all the research, so I got to shout them out. Uh, supposedly, like, Lil Wayne has this deal where he gets $10 million in recording advances, $8 million up front, and $2 million once the album's completed. Sounds great. That sounds like a great deal, but sounds it ain't a great, great deal. You sound like you're the superstar of the label. Yeah, but according to him, when he finished Carter Five, uh, they didn't give him two million upon album completion, and of the eight million up front, he only got two million of that. Getting jerked. So, my my main thing, and you asked me this, why why won't they even release Carter Five? Why? Supposedly, Carter it's been done Five, for like two years. Carter Five would have came out and sold at the very least, even in today's time. It would have sold six hundred thousand the first week, but it still Easy. will. What if it dropped tomorrow? What's gonna happen? Platinum with all this shit that's happening. right Platinum. now. Platinum. It's gonna sell one point two first week. So maybe that is the play. We just gonna build this shit up like we got beef. That's I can't. I will never be able to look at them the same. That will piss me off. I'm gonna see right through that, and I'm gonna hate. I won't that. be able to look at them the same. I'm not even gonna, gonna be, add that shit to my phone. That's gonna be twenty years of me being a fan down the listen to it on YouTube like a real nigga. <laughs> <laughs> With the yeah. ads and everything, huh? Yeah, I don't care. I'm going to watch them ads, nigga. Uh, but yeah, like that could happen. Like where they wait like... Uh, I would hate that. That would suck. Where they just keep acting like they beefing. That would suck. And then in 2017, we get Carter Boom. Five. That would be <laughs> whack as hell. But Plus, right now, he got he acting like he retired. Lil Wayne, you seen his tweets, right? Yeah, I did. Now, the only thing that, that makes me think it's real is his aggression. He's so aggressive. He's very... Like, for him to say... Like fuck cash money or a fuck cash money T-shirt. That's kind of like okay, he's he's mad, he's upset. But for him to do it at a Drake concert, he relentlessly doing it at a Drake concert, and he knows Drake still <laughs> speaks to Birdman. Right. That I think that says volumes. That speaks volumes. Yeah. Cash money probably been having. They've been having and, problems. For and a minute, Birdman though. still putting out this whack music and putting Nobody all these is- like. Birdman. Lame artists. He put out. He got a Rollo has a new mixtape out. Bur- who is that? Who the hell is Rollo? Birdman. Look, I'm gonna respect your name, but nobody wants to hear you rap unless Lil Wayne on the song. Like just like keep father, it like son too. Can we get that? Keeping it in 100. No one is checking for a Birdman album. No, not a solo album. Now, if you got Lil Wayne on every song, then niggas listen. We listen to that Uptown <laughs> Paper Chasing. <laughs> right. That's all he says. <laughs> put Drake on the record. We'll, we might listen. Ain't nobody listening to you. So you can keep putting out your solo albums all you want. Nobody cares. If the if the team is not together, don't nobody care about you as an artist. Really and he don't even put money behind himself. He's doing like world star videos and I think he's just doing it to try and stay relevant, but like nobody cares. My nigga, you dating Tony Braxton, you winning, you good. That's allegedly. I don't know if that's true yeah, or not. Allegedly. <laughs> I mean, supposedly he bought her like a Bentley truck. Everybody buying Bentley trucks right now. Bro, I saw one in person. 
Word. Out here? Beautiful. Yeah? What color was it? Black. Black. So I'm getting off work and I'm walking up to it. It wasn't Tiger, was it? Because, you know, Ty- uh, Kylie bought him one. She bought him a Bentley truck? Yeah, my nigga got his uh, Ferrari and his uh, something else repossessed. And so she just bought him a Bentley truck. So all these 16-year-old girls buying all her lipstick, they bought Tiger a Bentley truck. <laughs> Low key. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm walking up to it and I look and I see the grill and I was like, is that the Bentley truck? Because in pictures on like internet, it just looks like normal SUV. Yeah. Bro, it's beautiful. Beautiful? Beautiful. It's like you see like the curvature to it and I can't afford this shit. I don't know why I'm <laughs> pumping them up, but it's nice. I bet. I bet it was. It was probably Tigers. Probably Tigers. Probably now, Kylie's. <laughs> well, technically, it's it is hers. It's in her name, I <laughs> Technically, it is. Yeah, my nigga getting everything repoed. He lost two cars. He lost the house. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't know how, because he gets money. Is he just releasing cars? Not hood rich, for man. He used to be a hood rich. You know how it is in the hood, man. Niggas, niggas had the money. That don't mean they're going to pay for shit. That's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I just get something. No, <laughs> I just get something later. I ain't tripping. <laughs> yeah. uh, now, Gucci Man got a, another album coming out. Waptober. <laughs> you hype for that. Waptober. You gasped for that. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Gucci, man. Gucci came home killing it. That's what you're supposed to do. But his new album, this current album is solid. Why are you still... Why are you, That's Gucci for we you. We don't need no more, album, no more albums, Gucci. man. Gucci, I think he knows he's about to get a bunch of endorsements if he already signed the deals. Yeah. He, he's on right now. I mean, you was just in he jail all that time. Like, he has so much music to put out. His fans, they're going to they they soak it up. Yeah, they want they it. hungry. I don't know, man. I mean, I guess. And I think the first album, it was probably like, you know, a little commercial. I liked it, though. It was dope. And but I don't this even, I'm not even a Gucci Man fan, but that album was hard. I think this Wattober going to be that, that gutter Gucci. Yeah? Yeah. Wattober. Wattober. That's a title right there. Uh, I wonder what he's going to do for Christmas. He, he got a, I know, right? He got a single uh, last time featuring Travis Scott. Yeah. Have you heard that yet? Yeah, I heard it. Solid? Yeah, it's pretty dope. I haven't heard it yet. Yeah, I'm it as gutter as I like it to be, but yeah, I mean it's Travis Scott on there, you know. It's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be some friendly for everybody. Yeah, when I hear Gucci, I want to like want to get stupid. <laughs> uh, speaking of Travis Scott, his, his new album "Birds," the birds in the trap sing McKnight. I don't Wait, know. Let me the... say it. You ain't say it right. What's up? Birds in the trap sing McKnight. Wait, what? Wait, say it again. Birds in the trap sing McKnight. What? How did I say it? You, I don't know. You ain't say it right. Everybody have been saying it the right. Birds in the trap sing McKnight. Yeah, that's how you gotta say it. The birds in the trap sing McKnight. Yeah. It got to be like, because the whole concept of it is like, it's like, it's, it's this beautiful thing. Here we go. It's like beauty mixed with a nightmare. Have you seen a video of him and Brian McKnight on the piano? On top of the I mountain? saw a clip of it. <laughs> I saw a clip of it on with Instagram. I didn't know what I was looking at. So wait, what, is, what does the title mean? Do you know? Yeah, it just it means um, it's. It's like the light mixed with the dark. It's the beauty the birds mixed with the like darkness. Sing McKnight. Okay, so yeah. like they sing Brian McKnight songs. Yeah. That's fucking stupid. Exactly. Niggas be weird. <laughs> Niggas is weirdos. I don't get it. I mean, I like Travis Scott's music though. Travis Scott's a weirdo. I love his music. That's, niggas be weird. Why yeah. are niggas so weird? I have no clue. It's a new generation <laughs> of... He's borderline in that group. Yeah. If he didn't I've know never how to really pro- heard him talk. I've if he didn't know how to produce as well as he does, he'd yeah. probably be in that group. I've never like heard a uh, like heard an interview with him or nothing. I've only heard his music. I l- I really like his music. I think he's very underrated. Rodeo oh, yeah. was one of the most underrated albums last year. It was one of the best albums last year and one of the most underrated albums for real. If you haven't heard Rodeo, if you haven't heard Rodeo yet, check Rodeo out. Um, have you checked out this album yet? I haven't really gotten to it. Yeah, we'll check probably it review out. it it's, next um, week. It's I'll save it for next week. All right, all right, but I will say this though, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and it's good. It it takes you takes you high, takes you low. Okay, 
good album. I've heard some of it. I like what I've heard it's so far. It's a good sophomore album. Okay, okay. I've heard some of it. I've heard some of it. I like the song with Kendrick, obviously. Um, the song, he got a song with, uh, who's the lead single? On the lead single with him? Shit, I can't remember now. Uh, but I do like his album. It's solid. You talking about Pick Up The Phone? Yeah, who's on that? Travis Scott and Quavo. Yes, I like yeah. that record. Um, it's, it's solid so far, what I've heard. Uh, now, Fabulous also, Summertime Shootouts 2. I don't want to spend too much time on it because we've got a, an album to review a little bit later in the show. But Summertime Shootouts 2, you checked that out yet? I have not checked that out we yet. We're always trying to put y'all on the new music, so this is some more yeah. new music for you to check Fab out. Fab always drops quality music. Fabulous guy, Summertime Shootouts 2. I am, Fab is one of my top five favorite rappers. Yeah, I won't Fab say is... he's one of the top five best, but he's one of my top five favorites. Fab's dope. Um, I'm a little disappointed. What? Not because it's not quality verses and quality music. Fab always delivers on the verses. He always he always spits. You know what I mean? I, I I'm never worried with Fab. The production. The production's solid. My problem is that it just it's not enough. It's like a tease. How many songs is it? It's twelve tracks, ten songs. Now, if you take away uh, Four AM Flex, which we already heard on Joe, it's gonna be on Joe Budden's album, and it's already on Tory Lanez's album. I'm gonna take yeah. that away. That makes nine. Then he got. A record that's been floating around, which is the remix to A Boogie's track. Uh, I think it's called My Shit. You know what I mean? That don't count to me because he did that remix months ago, put it on the SoundCloud. So it's eight songs. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not... It's just so you just waste. wanted more music. And then a couple records, he got one verse on it. Like, it's lazy. And you know what it uh, is, though? I understand it. I know his. I know, I know. know why he did it. Why he do it? Okay, so Fab don't do albums no more. He don't do full studio albums no more. Right. He don't have to. I wish we can get one more. I would love for us to get one more, but he don't have to, right? But what he does do, and he don't even do tours. He do club appearances. He gets paid he a shitload. And it's like 15, 20 minutes, right? So he can record most of this at a club appearance in 20 minutes. Most of this is going to be done in 20 minutes. Like, this album is probably about 45 minutes long. So he can Damn. perform all the solid shit on here, you know what I mean? In a solid 20-minute set show, get his 30 racks or whatever he getting for that appearance. It'd be good. It's a money play. That's crazy. It's a money play. If I had to, that's what it seemed like to Shout me. Shout out to Fab. I, I, no, I, I, it's it's brilliant. It's brilliant. He worked less than all these other niggas and make just as much money, if not more. Damn. No, I get it. I completely get it. But as a fan, I want a you full body of work. I, where's Young OG two? We never got that. We never got Soul Tape four. Where's all this shit? Yeah, I want Soul. Tape. I want Soul Tape four. I want Soul. Tape. The Soul Tape series was fire. Love That's the Soul Tape series. Is Fab still signed to Def Jam? Yeah, he's still a Def Jam artist. So he got another I think album. he has like one or two albums left on it, but for what? Why? <laughs> Why am I going to take your advance money that I got to pay back? Yeah. I got to tour. I got to do press runs. So yeah, That's too much work. So is he going to fulfill or? For what? Would you? If you in his shoes, what you need to do nah, that for? He Fab be over <laughs> in Dubai and Germany and London. Right. It's not a big deal. He got And he got private shit with Rock Nation manage him. Yeah. I mean, as a I swear he has artist. a birthday party every week. <laughs> nah, his so, birthday in November, he's Scorpio like me. Shout out to Fab. He always has a birthday party. <laughs> um, he just always traveling, man. He always, he living, man. Hey. Now, they are still giving Colin Kaepernick a hard time. Cole they ain't. They trying to. Cole, yeah, J. Cole. Shout out to J. Cole. He was out here this weekend rocking a Kaepernick jersey, performing. Um, Colin Kaepernick this week decided to kneel instead of sit down to try to appease y'all. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to say y'all. I ain't going to say who. had a fro? He still had to throw. Uh, he, he knelt down during the national anthem instead of sitting, so y'all could back off him a little bit. 
the president came out and said that um, it is he his constitutional him. right yeah, he to sit him. during the national anthem. How y'all like that? Y'all got a problem with Obama saying that too? You know they do. Oh, I know they do. I know they do. <laughs> you know that all, all the white folks are going to have a problem with it. Right, right, right. Now, he is offering to donate a million dollars to Black Lives Matter movement, so mm-hmm. he's speaking with his money too. Y'all done with that? People were trying to say, oh, why don't you get back some of that $12 million contract that you got? You know what I heard somebody say? What's up? A million is not enough. What's enough? And they don't even they don't donate anything. How much anything. do you donate? Yeah, they that's don't what I'm donate saying, like, anything. Come on, man. They don't even use the hashtag. Listen, listen. Whether he donated or not, he was good in my book anyway. It didn't matter. That's a separate issue. It's a, a completely separate issue. The man is making is choosing his right to sit down. Like I said last week, I just think I understand why some people can find it disrespective. Oh, yeah. I can I can I can side with that a little bit, but personally, why do we care? What I really wanted Obama to say, even though I'm glad he supported him, low key. What I really wanted Obama to say was he could sit if he wants to sit, but honestly, this is not a story. That's what I want Obama to say. I want him to say this is not a big deal. Who cares? It's a constitutional right. Let's talk about things that really matter. Yeah, I got bigger like, fish to fry. Because it's not a story. Y'all making it a yeah. story. It's not a story. And they, they keep on talking. At first, they were talking about this man's socks last week. Were they? Yeah, they, he had he had some socks on. I think they were like stand socks or something. But um, they had the it was a police cop, but it was a pig with the police hat on. <laughs> they went ham on this man's socks. <laughs> he real? If that if I haven't seen that. If he did that, that's real. Yeah, he's a savage. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's a savage. Kaepernick, chill a little bit, bro. He's gonna have to Just have a, a hell bit. of a season. He's not even starting. He lost I know, the job. but I'm not even hate. Who's, who's like, gonna start over him? Blaine Gabbard, I think it's starting. Oh, whatever. God. But well, look, he's going to get thing. out. He'll get Cap, I'm with you 100%, dog. I'm with you, but you got to chill a little bit, bro. You can't wear the socks like that. That's just, that's just you know, poking them in the gut. Yeah. Come on, man. Chill chill a little bit. <laughs> wear some no-shows. Or yeah, just, just a little bit, bro. Now, there is a petition out there to change the national anthem. Have you seen this? I did. There's a petition. <laughs> this is to, crazy. To change the national anthem to the Dipset anthem. And God damn it, you ain't got to ask. Sign I that signed that shit already. Uh, you can Google it. Uh, just look up Dipset anthem, national anthem. It's a petition. I forget the website. Um, they want 10,000 signatures. That's easy. I signed it. I'm going to go and sign it right after the show. Uh, it'll never happen, but I just wanted to get 10,000 signatures so Obama at least got to read that on his desk. That's all. That's yeah. all I want. All I want <laughs> is for it to be on Obama's desk and he can laugh and then he's going to turn some camera on. That's all I want. Yeah. That'll make He's me happy. A, he might invite Cameron to the White House. Yeah, that'll make me happy because you know Obama gonna read it and be like, huh, that's funny. All right. Yeah. That's, <laughs> and then, and then uh, Michelle? <laughs> exactly. Now, man, this hot take, man. We got to get oh, this, hot, this hot take, man. What we got this week? <sighs> what do we have? We had an album last week. We had an week. album. We had a, a damn good album. We had an album last week. The a man, damn good one. Isaiah Rashad blessed us. Blessed us with his debut album, The yes. Sun's Tirade. I, the look in your face, you look very excited to talk about I'm this. I'm very excited. This is why I'm excited, because he's a young dude. I've been following him for a while. I didn't know what TD was going to do with him. I think we spoke about this a couple episodes back, like how dope episodes. he was, and you know, saying, what are they going to do with him? Because they were dropping the album just out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Like, yeah. Now I understand why. I, I'm, I think I get it, too, and we'll get into that in a second. Um, we got to give this backstory, you know what I mean? People okay. may not know who Isaiah Rashad know is. Who he is. We've told we y'all know. multiple times a little bit about him, but we're going to go a little bit more in depth this week before we do this review. As, as we said, his name is Isaiah Rashad, born May 16, 1991, 25 years old, from Chattanooga, Chattanooga. Tennessee. Um, do we have any rappers from Chattanooga, Tennessee, that, like known rappers? Um, There's some Memphis. 
right? Yeah, Isn't no. um uh, I think three six mile like country black. Where Ray Cash from? Oh no, he's from Ohio. From Ohio, oh. yeah. Somebody from um, Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, there's a lot. Oh, three six mafia. Yeah, three six mafia. All <laughs> Memphis, Tennessee. Juicy J. Uh, yeah. Uh, a ball from, MJG. A ball MJG from Memphis. But do we have any part, anybody? I from think Chattanooga? you know what? I think uh, Crunchy Black. I think he used to live in Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Okay. I think he reps there. Okay. So we got we got another yeah. artist from from Tennessee. Um, he began rapping in the tenth grade. This is all according to his Wikipedia. Got his quote unquote big break while performing on the 2012 Smokers Club tour along with Juicy J himself. Joey Badass and Smoke Dizza. Smoke Dizza is underrated. Smoke Dizza is a G. I like Smoke Dizza. <laughs> Smoke Dizza is out here getting money too. Yeah, I like Smoke Dizza. Um, signed the TD in March of 2013. It wasn't announced until September of 2013, though, not officially. Um, in October of that same year, he made his debut appearance with label mates Kendrick Lamar, Absol, J Rock, and Schoolboy Q during the 2013 BET Hip Hop Awards Cypher, which was a dope ass cypher. Kendrick, yeah. Absol, they all teared that shit down. They killed it. Um, tore that shit down. My bad grammar. Uh, a few months later, he released his first EP titled Sevilla Demo, which received very positive feedback from critics and fans alike. As a result, he was named the XXL Freshman 2014, which low key, I was looking at this list. This might be the best. Freshman class we've had. That 14? 2014 was solid. I didn't even think about it until I read this. Um, we had Chance the Rapper. Superstar. Ty Dolla Sign. Superstar. Rich Homie Quan. Star. Vic Mensa. Star. August Alsina. Star. Troy Ave. Close. Close. Close to being a star. They're all successful. Kevin Gates. Star. Star. Um, Lil Bibby. Close. Yeah. Should John Connor kind of disappeared a little bit. Lil, yeah. Lil Dirk. Star. Yeah. And Jaron Benton, who's also up and down. Don't hear yeah. much from him. Uh, but that's a solid, that's a solid freshman class. That they all really doing something. Good. They're all doing they're, damn good. They're all doing something. So dope freshman class to be a part of. Um, and then September, you fast forward two years later, we got the Thun's Tirade, his debut album, September 2nd, uh, 2016, man. Debut album. Crazy. It's here. We are about a week into the, listening to this album. We've had an ch- opportunity to fully digest it. Yeah. Um, so why were you excited? Let's talk about why we were excited about this album before we get into the actual review. I was excited, first of all, because he has locks. Uh, I just want to put that <laughs> out there. Like everybody with locks, man. <laughs> everybody with locks. I support him. Uh, second of all, because to me, he's a true MC. Like, this mm-hmm. guy can rap. Yeah. Like, he can rap his ass off. And he signed to a big label with, with a lot of artists who overshadow him. He signed to a label with the same label as Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Schoolboy Q, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uh, J Rock, well established. J Rock, and then your personal favorite, Absolutely, that's my nigga, man. You Solo know what I'm Ho. saying? Yeah. So you got it, and then even Scissor, Scissor's killing the festival circuit. Is dope. Yeah, Scissor. So all he was kind of like the the last man. He's a black sheep. He's a black sheep. Oh yeah. So this was perfect for him to come out and say, you know what, I can do this, and this is just the beginning for me. Mm-hmm. And being that he is so young, he's 25, and the, the rest of the 25 year olds. They're making a whole different type of music. Way different music. So he came out on this album and he said, you know what? Because he got songs like a lot that have like that bounce to it. it. was like, look, I am young. I'm 25. I'm having fun. But I can still rap. Yeah. And that's what I love to do. He loves to tell stories. And on this album, I feel like I got to know him better than I did previously. Me too. He told, you, he told you a little more of where he's from. like What it was like growing up. What it was like growing up. Why it was so hard for him to, you know what I'm saying, Break put out. his album out. Yeah. and. The label like believing in him, but still kind of like, yo, what are you doing? What's up? What's gonna happen? Do we right. need to move on to somebody else? Right. I was excited myself, um, more so because I just I was anticipating. I don't. I didn't know anything about him. You know, I've heard Sevilla demo, but he hasn't really released anything in between albums. 
You don't see him no. featured on a lot of people's shit. So you, you kind of forget he's even on the label. Like, he's kind of like Absol. People don't even know Absol, who Absol is still. You know what I mean? And like, and, and it's because, but at least even Ab Soul makes appearances on albums. Like he was on J Rock's album when they had that the uh, Vice City song, dope yeah. record. Love oh. that song. Oh, That's man. my shit. I gotta listen to that on the way home. That's my shit. Uh, just, it just hit me like how good that song is. But uh, like on that, like Isaiah Rashad on that, he's not included in the Black Hippie Collective. So you got four other rappers on your label that your that your label mates, but they collectively are a group that don't include you. So you're just on the outside looking in. No matter what, even if they're not trying to do you out, you're just you're just there. You're not really like included fully in the movement. Plus, you're the only nigga that ain't from LA. I mean, Sizz is not from LA, but in terms of the rappers, like you're the only one that ain't from where they grew up. They all are like brothers. You know yeah. what I mean? And they've been knowing each other for a while. And they're marketed as brothers. Like yep. when you see one, you see all. You know, you don't really see Isaiah Rashad with them. No, nah, it just it wouldn't go. Not really. You just don't see him with them. Not really. So I was more so just like I. I've heard him rap. I like how he raps, and I wanted to learn more about this dude, and that's what he gave us on this album. Um, so that's what I like the most. The most thing, the one thing that I like the most is that we learn more about him. Yeah, he gave us. I feel like he put it all out there. Yeah, by the end of the album, you know this man a lot better than you did before. Oh yeah, and you, <laughs> you kind of almost have a feeling or a picture of what he's gonna do next. Exactly, exactly. And that's exciting because you're like, damn, this he just he just did this. Like if I go back and I listen to Good Kid, Mad City, I'm like, damn, this is great. What else can he do? And right. What that, else can you do? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the feeling that the Rashad gave me. It's like, bro, this isn't this isn't your best work. This is a great debut album. Oh yeah. I'm just gonna, I, I'm I still wish that. they had a bigger rollout, but then again, I feel like they didn't want the expectations to be too high. Right. Because like we do have people like Lil Yachty, and and the fans might have been like, oh, he suck. Yeah, yeah. So now you put this out, and then real hip hop consumers and real music lovers. They listen to it and they can go and spread the word. Now, we're I was the rollout. I was yeah, exactly. Now I was concerned. Yeah, we the we the yeah. rollout. High sixteen is the rollout. Yeah. <laughs> but now, like, what I was concerned about was so, you, like I said a couple weeks ago, we had Schoolboy Q came out a month ago, two months ago, right? About six weeks ago, we had Schoolboy yeah. Q. Drive. Damn. Um, he's going on tour shortly. About to kick off now. He goes on. He he has his album, and then two months later, you have this album. And I was like, why would you release an album from the same label? To compete with another artist on your label, right? But then when you hear this album, it is a completely different fan base listening to Isaiah Rashad yes. than the fan base that's listening to Schoolboy Q. Now we listen to both because we just love hip hop. Yeah. But the average consumer, if they like Isaiah Rashad, they probably don't really listen to Schoolboy Q. Like they might listen to him just because he's Schoolboy Q, but they're not really a fan of both. Oh yeah. I've even been hearing like the people who's been coming out telling me, like, yo, you heard the new Isaiah Rashad? I'm looking at them like, you heard it? Like, how, do you how do you even know this is coming out? Right. How do you even know who he is? Right. But people, he does have a, a real strong fan base, and they, they fucking support him. Right. And I, and I equate him to the equivalent. He's, he's the equivalent on TDE, what Boss is on Dreamville, to me. Oh, you think so? I think so. Like, it's easy to say, like, Boss is in J. Cole's shadow, right? It's hard to break out of that. And they make yeah. very similar music. And I, like I said before, like Kendrick and Isaiah Rashad make kind of similar music. They do. They do kind of sound alike too. They make, and they look alike. Yeah. <laughs> you when, know you what listen, when you listen to the album, you, there's some songs you gotta be like, wait, is They dress cool? alike. Like they, they're very similar. They're both like, uh, like hidden kind of almost. Like they don't want to be out there on front yeah, street. Yeah. They're very similar. So, um, so that's why I look at them like I look at Boss. And Boss fan base is very tight niche, you know, 
very, very focused on a certain demographic. And that's yeah. exactly what you get from Isaiah Rashad. Um, now, I encourage everybody to check it out. Um, I also love the production. Production was great. Reminds me a lot of Outkast. You know, you know who he really sounds like to me? Who? I thought about this. Because a couple songs, I'm like, man, he kind of sounds like this rapper. And a couple songs, he sounds like this group. Like, Outkast and Currency blended. Yeah, it's because it's like, it's, it's upbeat but slow. Yeah. He has that slow flow, like Currency, yeah. um, but a little more ump to it. Because Currency is kind of Currency rapped to too me, damn so. slow. Yeah, he rapped too, too he slow He almost rapped slow as Dom Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> he rapped too slow sometimes. Uh, but it has the bounce and the feel of an Outkast album. Like, early Outkast, AT Aliens, um, Southern Playlistic. Like, that same funky bounce to it. Yeah. And you get you get to ride the wave on this album because it comes in, you start the album off, and it's kind of like you're kind of like okay, nice vibe or whatever. And then you get through the album, and it, it like it peaks, like it goes up, then it takes you back down, then it takes you back up, and it's yeah. like you get to feel different feelings. And it's not like it's just all him trying to be conscious. He talks about mistakes he's made. He talks about being young with money. He talks yep. about being with women, and you know what I'm saying. So. Exactly, exactly. Now, what are your favorite songs on this album? Because I got a lot, man. It took, uh, my, it took a while for me to really narrow it down. I got a lot. My, one of my favorite songs right now is A Lot okay. off the album. Okay, okay. Um, Man, just off top, A Lot, Silk the Shocker, the Don't Shocker Matter. Shout out to Sid on Silk the Shocker. She kills um, that shit. Park, Stuck in the Mud. Um, What else, what else, what else? Man, we like all and now, of what's them wrong? Collectively, what's wrong? Yeah, Let me, of course. Let's talk about what's wrong real quick. I mean... So, what's wrong features Kendrick Lamar? Uh, he has a line in there where he says, I knew at 25 I was the best rapper at 25, right? Something like that. I'm 29 now, yeah. and I'm still the best rapper since 25. Um, what does that even mean? I'm not going... I mean, J. Cole's my favorite, but if somebody told me Kendrick Lamar was the best right now, I ain't going to argue it. It's only two that you can choose. It's Kendrick or, J- or J. Cole. Kendrick or J. Cole. You know what I mean? Like, there's only two right answers. And I'm glad that it's them two. Yeah. Respectfully, yeah. I'm glad that it's them. Kendrick bodies this shit. He really does. And, and, and I love the song, and I want to love it for Isaiah Rashad. And Isaiah Rashad does a great job. And his last verse on there is dope. But Kendrick just has that superstar quality. Like, when he's on the song, like, nobody else matters. Like, I just don't care about who yeah. else is on the record. You know what I'm saying? Like, he... I think when they call Kendrick up for a feature, he's like, you really want me on the song? <laughs> They're probably like, yeah, man, I really want you on this song. Please do it for me. He's like, do you really want me? I'm, yeah. I'm chilling over here. I mean, there are records like, I'm, the, I'm one of the few niggas that like Big Sean on Holy Key over him. But, so there are verses where Kendrick don't, you know, kill nobody. Oh, but yeah. like on this record, it was just, as dope as Isaiah Rashad is, Kendrick was, is just on another level. I remember when level. Schoolboy Q came out with Collard Greens. Mm-hmm. And Kendrick started rapping on his verse. I said, "Why did Schoolboy Q do that?" When he started rapping in Spanish, <laughs> I didn't. Li- I didn't like Collard Greens though. I don't like that song really. What? I'm not really a fan of that record. Kendrick's verse? Uh, oh man, you're tripping. I don't know. I don't know. I gotta hear it again. But when niggas rap in Spanish, that don't impress me for some reason. I don't know why. Black niggas? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's just. I don't know. Like I just want to understand what you're saying. I don't care. I don't even know if he's really saying a real sentence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he is. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's a good verse though. It's a good verse, but. Yeah. I don't know. Bad example. But anyways, like when Kendrick is on the record, usually he just kills you off. So like, what's wrong? Kendrick stole that song. He stole the song. Yeah, he owned that. But I, it's, my, it's my personal favorite record on the album. Now, I do like a bunch of them. I like For the Squad, Free Lunch, Solid, Titty and Dollar featuring Hugh Austin oh, yeah. and J-Rock. 
Titty and Dollars. Titty and Dollar. That, Titty and Dollar that is beat? really sick. Um, Stuck in the Mud is very chill, soulful. Shout out to Sizzle on that. Dressed Like Rappers is probably the best beat on there. Uh, we got Brenda, Find a Topic, AA. It's a lot of good so many songs. On 17, tracks, 17 joints. 17 tracks of soulfulness. Only two short skits. So 15 records. Check this out. Uh, the Sun's Tirade by Isaiah Rashad. Now, we got to give it a score. As and it's everywhere, too. Got to give it a score. It's not exclusively to Apple yeah, or everywhere. Tidal. It's none everywhere. Of that, none of that lame shit that most of these artists be doing. It's on everywhere. Now, we got to give it a score, man. Let's do it. What you got? What you got for the man? I got it. Okay, so lyrically, for lyrically, Isaiah Rashad, Sons Tyree, lyrics. Lyrically, what we I'm got? I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him a strong three. Strong three strong with the lyrics. Three. I am also gonna give him a three on the lyrics. Giving him a three we as right, well. We right there on the lyrics. Yeah, now, I'm gonna song, give him a three. Song quality. How you feel about these songs? The quality of records on this album. Song quality. He getting. A, he getting a straight four. I'm with you on that too. He's getting a four. Four on the song quality. Every song on this album is well thought out, well put together. Um, the production is amazing, top to bottom. So that takes oh, us to our yeah. next one. Production wise, what are we giving it? Production is getting a four. I'm giving it a four as it's well. We're on the same level right now. So yeah, far, it's getting a four. So far, and for the replay value, do you find yourself listening to Sun's tirade six months from now? Yes. The One reason year from why, now? a year from now, these artists put out music so fast. Yeah. So that's the thing. Oh, you know what? Okay, a year from now, probably not. Okay. Five years from now, maybe though. When you're like, Five, yeah, I'm gonna tell people about it. I'm gonna, one of the best. Like, yo, this is, is this is that shit right is here. Is this one of the best albums of the year? Yeah, up, it's up there. All right, so replay value. What we got? I gotta give it a three. I'm giving it a three as well. I gotta dog. give it a three. I'm giving it a three. So that gives that gives him a solid fourteen yeah. out of sixteen on the I high like, sixteen measurements. I like his album better than I like Schoolboy Q's album. Hmm. That's just me being honest. Huh. I don't know, man. I said before I like gangster shit. I ain't no gangster. That's probably why I like gangster rap so much. <laughs> uh, is it better than? I like it better. I know. I'm trying to think. I don't of, know. I, if I'm it... trying to think if I like it better. You thinking about it? I don't. I don't. I'll get back to that. I haven't listened to Q's album. Yeah, I gotta listen to Q's album again. Yeah. Oh, I like Schoolboy Q's album a lot though, yeah. and a lot of people don't like it. Oh yeah, people shitted on it because they comparing it to his last one. People which shitted is on a, it. Stop doing that, everybody. Stop comparing a current body of work to a past body of work. They're they're going to mature as artists. It's not going to oh, be yeah, the they, same. They're definitely going to grow. It's going to be different music. So don't do that. Like it, it does the music a disservice. Like you got to grade it on its own. And on its own, I enjoyed Schoolboy Q's album a lot. I enjoyed it a lot. I don't know. I'm gonna get back to that. I'm next ask, episode. Ask me next week. <laughs> ask me next week when I got a chance to listen to Schoolboy again. Um, so, like we said, that's a solid 14 out of 16. Shout out to Isaiah Rashad. The Sun's Tirade, available on everything right now. Y'all should check that out. Um, also, Isaiah Rashad, if you come to Vegas, yeah. you got to come on High 16. Got to. Like I said, he's like Boss. I remember I saw Boss. He came to tour on here, out here two years ago. So hopefully when Absol album dropped, because I think Absol and Isaiah Rashad fan base is kind of crossover. So yeah. hopefully we get them to do a joint tour because supposedly the rumor is Absol's album is almost finished. It's supposed to be or it is finished. They just mixing it, so it should be out in the next couple. Now, of months. I know his album is gonna be stupid. I hope so. His album, he got a lot to talk about. You know, he he like the political nigga of the oh, bunch. So yeah, it's a lot of shit going on in the world. I know he can't wait. He he talks about political shit, but in like bars and metaphors. Political shit in real nigga terms. He makes it sound so <laughs> tight. Yeah, and I always go against people when they they talk about him, but. Dude can rap. He can rap. He can rap. I'm Kendrick a, I'm a rap even said he's the best rapper in TDE. Kendrick has even said that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, now, 
Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I want them to go on tour together. They got to come to Vegas. And they, they they probably will come to Vegas. Yeah. And we there. Brooklyn Bowl. I'm in there. Brooklyn Bowl, Hard Rock, House wherever. of Blues. I'm there. <laughs> um, you ever heard of, man? You ready for this week? Oh, you go first. All right. I, I should have done this. To. You ever heard of last week because she was in the news last week? But then I was like listening to her music after we talked about her and after the whole shit at the VMAs came out. So I went back and listened to some of her music just to remember how dope she is. And I'm going to tell you all to check out Tiana Taylor. I shouldn't have to use her for you ever heard of, but I feel like a lot of people know her for the wrong reasons right now. That is true. I know she's fine. I know she got a dope ass body. I know she could dance. I know she in the fade video half naked and she look good. But she is a dope ass artist before all that. You know what I'm saying? Respect her as an artist. Put some respect on her artistry. And check out Tiana Taylor's album Seven. And she had a like EP called The Cassette Tape 1994, which is really solid. Which you can hear super you can hear Iman Shumper rapping on that too. Um, yeah, she so, showed her man some love. Yeah, Tiana Taylor, Seven, and the Cassette Tape 1994. I'm going to put some records on our playlist this week. My favorite song on Seven, before you go, Broken Hearted Girl. Broken Hearted Girl. Fire. Okay. This what week, got? I got to show some love to a local, my man Joey Wolf. He just dropped his Long Summer EP. And he got a song on there called Tippin', which is probably my favorite joint. It, uh, it samples the, the Mike Jones, Slim Thug, Paul Wall. I was Wall. about to ask if it... <laughs> yeah, it samples that, and it's featuring Ali Superb. He's from out here, too, so... Yeah, that's my you ever heard of Joy Wolf. Never heard of Joy Wolf. Long summer EP. Shout out to Joy Wolf. He gave yeah. us, he shouted us out on Insta, on uh, Twitter. So shout out to Joy Wolf. Um, so yeah, Joy Wolf, Tiana Taylor, check them out. We will have some music for them in the playlist, like we always have. You can find that in the show notes every single week. This week in hip hop history, man. We got some good history. That's some good history. Uh, we do have Naughty by Nature released their first uh, album, wow. debut album, self titled album, Naughty by Nature. 1991, September 3rd, 1991, Naughty by Nature. Uh, Hip-hop lives on. I was only three years old when that came out. Wow. Um, I can honestly say I have not heard that album in its entirety, but I am I aware not. of Naughty by Nature and Tretch. And uh, they say Tretch is a real nigga, so, you know, shout out to Tretch. Yeah. Um, happy birthday to Fat Five Freddy. Turn 57. God. Turn 57, man. He's still out here. He's still out here, still working, man. Still got a lot of energy. Um, and then we had a lot of other albums, man. Outkast had their 20th anniversary of AT Aliens. They released um, 1996, August 27th. LL Cool J released Mama Said Knock You Out. Same date in 1990. And then we had Junior Mafia's Conspiracy, man. Junior Mafia, one album, Jeez. man. We didn't get enough albums out of Junior nah, Mafia. Nah, they should at least put out three. Because at least three. Because of death. Um, but that released August of 1995, August 29th. And UGK released their second album, Super the Tight. Underground Kings. Which I think is their best album. Just my personal opinion. Kings. Super Tight. Um, August 30th, 1994. So that wraps up the hip-hop Yeah, history. and shout out Bun B. He's still out here representing for the culture, for the youth, doing positive things. You know what I'm saying? Giving back to all these kids. No doubt. And he's still holding down hip-hop. I was so happy to do hip-hop history this week because I was watching The Get Down. We said at the beginning of the show, y'all got to yeah. check out the Get Down, man. <laughs> Watch the Get Down if you really want to like understand hip hop culture. If you want to learn more, if you want to, if you want to be educated, watch the Get Down. And if you want to be entertained, it's a dope show. It's a dope all around show. I'm gonna watch, watch it. it this I'm, def week. I'm definitely gonna watch it. Watch it. I'm gonna watch the whole thing. Are you really gonna watch it, or are you gonna be like me with Power? Because I know I keep saying I'm gonna watch Power. I no, I'm really gonna yet. watch it. <laughs> all right. Any shout outs before we get out of here, man? Who we shouting out? Um. Nah, not really, man. Just... Nobody. Fuck everybody this week. <laughs> High 16, man. Look. High 16. It got to be us. Here's what I want to say. Last week, I told y'all that I was going to create a new PSN on PlayStation Network. For those do that it. don't know what that is, I created a new PSN. You can find me on, on PlayStation Network. My name is Stateline J, just like everything else. 
Um, and I would love to play all y'all, anybody who's listening to this in Madden or 2K when it drops or anything else that comes out. And you know what? I want to create a Hot 16 gaming community. You know what I mean? Hey, we should. But here's the catch. Not Uh-oh. just anybody can join this community. Do they have to subscribe? They got to subscribe to the show, number one. You got to leave a review. Have to leave a review. And when you leave the review, put your PSN in your review so that I know it's you when you send me your friend, recru- friend request. Now, if you don't want your PSN just out in the open, which some people don't, you got to send us an email, hot16show at gmail.com, with a question yep. and leave your PSN, and then you can join the community. We create yeah. a hot 16 community for PSN. There it is. You play video games, man? I never I asked do. you. I yeah? do. What you I haven't played in a while. You got a PS4? I got an Xbox One. Xbox One. I'm about right. to get a PS4, though. All right. When you get the PS4, then you got to join the community. I'm about to get a PS4. Or maybe yeah. I got to get an Xbox One. They're cheaper now, so I might. Yeah, they hella cheap. Then we can have two communities. Oh, there yeah, it is. We could. There it is. I got to get an Xbox One. I'm going to have to set my game up, though, because these gamers nowadays, these <laughs> niggas are out here smacking. <laughs> savages, right? Straight savages. I mean, that shit full time. I used to be able to do it full time. I got too much to do now. These are the got time work. like that. But I'm kind of nice in they 2K. Making money off I'm warning y'all. Games. Like I'm, I'm kind of nice in 2K. So if y'all want, if y'all want to join this community and play me in 2K, you know what you got to do. Leave a review with your PSN or shoot us an email, hot16show@gmail.com. Yeah. Make sure you subscribe, and you can join the Hot 16 community that I will create tonight. I'm gonna create that shit tonight so y'all can join. As we always say before we get out of here, they can hear us on five different platforms: Right Surround, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, not just two, TuneIn Radio, not just three. Uh, Google Play, not just four, and iTunes. Five, five platforms. For iTunes, y'all. iTunes. No excuse. We got supposedly an iPhone Seven coming out soon. You know what I mean? There's a there's when an they, announcement they, from they, Apple. Gonna do a big announcement. Apple's been tweeting ghost tweets. Yeah, <laughs> man. So there might be an iPhone Seven coming out. So if you yeah. don't have an iPhone now, you probably will when the Seven come out. You might just have get one. you get an you iTunes one. account and leave a review. What, yeah. what y'all waiting for, man? We we gonna read them on the air. We are gonna shout y'all out. Right? We're going to hold y'all down for holding us down. Exactly, exactly. Now, give everybody your social media before we get out of here. Where can people Yo, you? Yo, you can find me you? on Instagram and Twitter at uh-huh. I am Sorrel Bell. And if you want to see some of the wild shit I do in my daily routines, mm-hmm. follow your boy on Snapchat, ring the bell. It goes down. Filters all day. All day. What does you know that say right there? Hold on. What does that, uh, what does that bottom one say? Right now, uh, the bottom one says, I seen that filter. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He's got a message from a baddie <laughs> talking about I seen that filter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we do filters over here at Hot 16. We don't play no games. Exactly. So all you other podcasts out there yeah. who ain't doing it like us, uh-huh. just know we on y'all heels and we, we coming. We want the number one spot. We not the number one hip hop podcast for no reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, now, um, shout out to the filter. Shout out to Snapchat for the filter. Um, there was something I was going to say about you. Oh, follow this nigga on Snapchat because if you want to hear some good music too, if you want to find some find some other artists that are out here in Vegas, other local artists, Soralga is, is the plug. Oh, yeah, I'd be saying? all over. So if you follow him on Snapchat, you will get introduced to some music. Oh, you know yeah. I mean, that you ain't heard before. You oh, put them okay. on. That sounds dope. Like, who is that? Just DM them. I mean, those, you'll, you'll tell them oh, who yeah. they are. Oh, of course. You know what I'm saying? He ambassador out here in this Vegas streets. Yeah, I'm trying to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, you can follow me on everything at Stateline J. Um, one word, Stateline J. I believe my Twitter's at Stateline J underscore. But you can follow me on everything, Instagram, Twitter, I see Snapchat. you've been tweeting more. I've been trying to tweet more. I've been more. trying to get back on Twitter, man. It takes a lot of work and a lot of effort to tweet. Like, you got to do that shit all the time. Yeah. Too much work. But yours is genuine though, so people are gonna gravitate towards it. Yeah, it's genuine. about music. I, I really just tweet about music yeah, and about black music. shit and basketball when it come back around. That's really That's it. it. Um, so are you into you. football at all? Yeah, yeah, I like football. Okay, come you see on. How, we talked about this how... last week. L.A. Rams, dog. Uh, we opened yeah. up oh Monday God. night against the 49ers. 
everybody gonna be watching because they all got beef with Kaepernick, so it's gonna be a very, very highly rated game. Oh yeah. Did you see how uh, going to college? You see how Florida beat up on my Ole Miss? See, I don't really watch college. Oh, you Not really. It. I, I saw that game though. Florida State. That yeah. was horrible. They let I did them come that. back. I did watch that game. I watched a little bit of that because it was Monday night. Um, I'm not a big college football fan. College football is a gimmick to me. I don't want to offend too many people though. Let's get up <laughs> out of here. High 16, the number one hip hop podcast in the world. We'll be back next week. Track number 32. We out of here. No. Oh.